Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 86. I am your host, Smoothman. I've got Toast and Jack with me this week. Say hello everybody. Hello everybody. Hello, hello. How are we doing? Sound, mate. Yeah, not too bad, mate. How are you and your... Um, I have not just done prep for the podcast 10 minutes before starting. I know, everyone heard it. <laughs> yeah, I've been live for like half an hour now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I've been a busy day. For me, so busy boy. I do, I do apologise, but we're all ready now. Um, should we get into the news? Go on then. Oh, go on then. Oh, go on then. Um, literally, what? Just an, under an hour before we started tonight, Sin Cara is officially released from WWE. The greatest luchador ever to lace up the for the, for the second time. Good guy, Sin Cara. Um, what can you say? He hasn't been fucking around, has he? He's definitely just got a bomb down to Mexico, isn't he? He come back as he can't use Hunico. Yeah. What did he? Ca- I don't even know what he called himself beforehand. Hunico, uh, Hunico, yeah. Hunico. He used that in WWE though. Can he? I don't know. Maybe he has that. I don't stuff. know. He's good at. Ha- he, he can't go to. Well, if he goes to anywhere like CMML, he can't use Sin Cara because the guy. This is already guy in there, isn't there? Well, Sin Cara's a WWE name, so. Or something similar to Sin Cara down there. There's, uh, your guy Mystical used to go by Sin Caristico. Um, for a while, I think he's just Caristico now. I might be completely wrong. Um, I don't keep up with a lot of Mexican wrestling. I've, ju- I've just seen Chris arrive in the chat and I've just gone, what's Kin Sara doing in the Impact Zone? Yeah, uh, yeah, Caristico, there you go. Dak, I'll know. He watches a load of AAA for Big Mommy, so, um, he'll know all about that. It's not a massive surprise. He was on TV for about two weeks, just a job to Andrade and then left. So, cheers for coming, mate, officially. Let him go back to Mexico and hang about closer to his family, probably, and just yeah. make a living for the next couple of years. Yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> in other <laughs> crazy news in the ACH saga, goodness me, it goes He signed on. for MLW. Woo! He signed for MLW and then decided... As of yesterday, it's a quit wrestling completely. So he posted on his Twitter about how Jay Lethal slapped him for saying the N-word, even though he does something like that, I don't know. Yeah, I actually read through it all, and it, like his, his Twitter was basically hilarious. And then he's talking about, I didn't like Jay Lethal because Jay Lethal slapped me for saying the N-word when he says the N-word. And it's like, okay, okay, maybe, maybe move on. And Shad Gaspard, I don't have the exact quote, Smooth, and you could probably bring it up and have a look because I think it's in the chat or in the papers. But Shad Gaspard came in and basically just slapped him. And was just like, stop being a child. <laughs> I don't know how this has ended up from him um, saying, like, oh, racial abuse and all that to him slagging off another African American bloke. I just. It's just he all weird. Tacked Jay Lethal during. Mike's just said Harper's gone. If Harper is gone, that is massive news. Are um, they on? Are they on? Oh, stop! Stop right now. Let's see if this is true. Breaking news. It has. It is breaking news from WWE. WWE has come to terms on the release of Jonathan Huber, aka Luke Harbour. Man, they're on a releasing spree. This is it. We thought it would happen in January. The the future endeavoured Armageddon is starting now. So he's hitting AEW in March, right? You give him his 90 days because they've released him. He'll be in AEW by uh, March. Fucking Luke Harper. There was murmurings that um, they'll release people 
but they have to sign like another contract where they can't wrestle for a rival promotions until their WWE contract would run out. So, like, if someone had three years left and they got released, they wouldn't be able to go to AEW for three years. So, I saw about a month or two ago they were talking about they were going to release people that they didn't think were moved the numbers. So, like, yeah. if you're not, like, a Dean like Ambrose a or a Seth Rollins or someone, then they're going to release you. So, Sin Cara makes sense. Luke Harper, I didn't think they would release him, but if Brody Lee goes to AEW's the big hoss, and I'm obviously an AEW mark, so I'm... Gearing up for him versus Luchasaurus already. Give it to me. Moist. Moisty boy. Moist. Um, so, there you have it. Breaking news on the Bad Booker's Wrestling Podcast this week. Um, in other news, it was announced on uh, backstage this week that John Morrison had signed again with WWE. Um, he hasn't appeared yet. We'll see where he goes. People keep rumouring that he's going to go to NXT. Um, I don't Running believe NXT, it. Yeah. I don't believe it. I think he's going main roster. It'll pair him with the Miz for a while. Like, live they wouldn't have put. They wouldn't have put. They wouldn't have put the announcement on backstage if it was going to be NXT. In my opinion, why not? I just don't think. Just don't think they would. I but think he not? gets lost if you put him in NXT because at the minute you've got Kiampa, Keith Lee, uh, fucking Adam Cole, and Finn. Morrison gets lost in that shuffle, like. Especially mm. with, like, yeah, but Riddle what's his job going to be? Is his job coming going to be coming over and going straight to the top, or <laughs> um, put people over? That's, that, that was what I was thinking. Of. I'd say kind of what Chris has said. They'll just put him straight on SmackDown, um, let him go either feud with or be with the Miz for a while, and just work that shit. Well, they definitely need something to spruce up SmackDown after this week, but we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> I'm going hard this week, boys. I'm going hard. Um, Only Lorcan has also um, signed a new multi-year deal with WWE. Um, that came out after weeks of speculation about whether he was going to be released or not because of Twitter. I think it's just obviously worked as brother, brother. I, I, yeah, Only Lorcan's good. I like Only Lorcan, so I'm glad he's staying. It means Lorcan mm. and Birch can show up and actually wrestle again in the same universe. Yeah, yeah, because he's yeah. just been on a two hundred five recently. Yeah, out of the blue. Uh, At least he's getting TV US time. US Champ so. is. I was gonna say AJ, but it's not. Is it a two beat AJ for it? Ray, Ray, Ray Mysterio. There you go. Yeah, it's Ray. And then finally, um, in a little bit of New Japan news, <clears throat> World Tag League, <clears throat> excuse me, World Tag League. Uh, final was today, which was won by David Finney and Juice Robinson. Uh, they have called out G.O.D. for Wrestle Kingdom. Absolute how, scenes. How was the match, Pardon? How was the match? Didn't watch it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big shirt you Japan, got on, isn't it? Japan match and not watched it. <laughs> I haven't had time. I forgot it was on, to be honest. I forget these things are on. I don't know why I have New Japan's network, because I haven't watched it for two months. Maybe longer. When Jack, have you, uh, Jack, have you borrowed it at any point? Uh, not recently. I've, I haven't had time to watch the World Tag League. Exactly. There you go. So yeah, that's that's all we've got. I think for news. I'm sure history. if they're on the releasing spree, then someone else is going to get released at some point. Yeah, stay, stay tuned. You might get some more. Um, right. Disclaimer this week. Main roster was absolute trash. Like I've been, I've been trying to watch it through its warts and all 
But to this week, I now just no, just I had enough. What I watched you Raw and skipped most of it. You're a you're a big WWE mark. You should be uh, lining up for those matches. Yeah, I try to, but you know, this week wasn't cutting it for me. Um, it wasn't tickling your pickle. <laughs> no, it was definitely not. I enjoyed AEW this week, apart from ITV's coverage. But we'll talk oh, about that later. Oh, every week. Every week. Just get fight. Hey. Just pay for fight. It's a fiver a month. Yeah, but I get ITV for free. So, well, I pay TV license, but you know. Yeah. So don't moan about it. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Um, Raw. Um, I think anything of note really was the the continuation of Seth Rollins's promos and stuff with Kevin Owens so um, pretty much Seth is saying look it's I, I, I needed to tell the truth look you were terrible at Survivor Series no I wasn't involved with AOP they are not doing things under me sort your lives out effectively so they're trying to trying to make it like play it out a little bit like he's not a heel quite yet it's just like, just make him heal. No one likes him. Yeah, just swap him, swap him over. Um, so it was going to be that Seth Rollins was going to team up with Kevin Owens, have a match against AOP to show he's not involved with them. But KO was like, nah, I know where this is going. So pretty much said, do one. <clears throat> then obviously uh, Owens was all dressed up with nowhere to go and therefore asked somebody to come and wrestle him. And guess who we got? Who did we get, Smooth Man? Well, we got Lana. Good. First of all. uh, Wait, Lana wrestled? No, Lana came out and then stood on the top of the the stage and did about... It did like a 10-minute catwalk for for reasons. Um, Which uh, allowed, what's-his-face, Jerry the King to be an absolute perv. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, what, at some point, <laughs> he did the Japanese accent. At some point, what is with these fucking knobheads, old commentators, just being fucking knobheads? I can't, I can't stand it. They're just from a different generation. Uh, yes, fuck off back to that generation then. Fuming. Carry on. Yeah. So he pretty much just said that he he enjoyed watching Lana on the top of the. Top of the ramp, and I was just like, Yeah, of course you did, you pervy man. Um, but then she obviously was going to introduce Bobby Lashley for this match, which then ended up with Rusev supposedly still being on whatever they call it. What do they call it? That thing, restraining order. That's it. See, I don't know these things, not gonna lie, I wasn't listening to (laughs) you're too busy playing wow, so shut up. Um, yeah, so. The, the kind of restraining order was still in place um, and Rusev got past them because apparently Tennessee is lax on things like this apparently and therefore um, you're the only 10 I see smooth oh god cheers um, but yeah so uh, if I derailed your thought you've derailed my thought yeah um <laughs> So it happened where Rusev just kicked the face off of uh, Lashley, and then Lashley got angry with the the people from the police. You know what? And then it just ended up in them both getting arrested because Lana slapped one of them, and it was like, "What is this? 
you know what? It's proper trash soap opera stuff. It's still going to do big massive ratings on YouTube. They'll put clips up and people will click on it because it's basically e-divas only on the main show. They will get huge views. American audiences will eat it up because they're reality TV fucking children. But do you know why I like it? Because it's working. Rusev's getting massively over because of this. And... Like the Rusev Day chance, they're coming back. Rusev Day's going to be a thing again. Yeah, but he's, he's been over before, and they killed it. Like they're just going to kill him whenever he gets yeah, over. But this time, he, this time he's card. getting over. He's getting over via a storyline this time. Yeah, that time he got over when he wasn't supposed to get over. Okay. To be fair, um, I saw something this week that they're trying to use the bad boy thing with Rusev. And then I saw that Joey Janela has filed for a trademark of the bad boy, which is brilliant. Yeah, I saw that he uh, he had found that. It makes sense. Like, I mean, he's been using that name for a while. Um, whether he can beat WWE, because I, I don't know too much about trademark, but I know as soon as he does that, anyone that has used that name or wants to use that name then has the right to go and like contest it in court. Mm. So WWE's probably going to squash Joey. Like, I don't think Joey has the financial muscle to go with like WWE's lawyers so if they want it they'll end up with it yeah which is just stupid um other things of note Drew McIntyre destroyed Tazawa and then uh McIntyre's called out Randy Orton which I think we're going to see at TLC to be honest which I don't mind because I enjoyed the stuff that they they, they did the, the slapping match that they had the other week was quite nice if Orton gives a fuck about the program I'll watch it if Orton doesn't give a fuck, I'm not going to watch it because, like, Randy, when he doesn't give a fuck, is not worth watching. I think he will because Drew McIntyre is probably somebody he probably would enjoy wrestling because I think they can get quite a bit out of it. So, who knows? Um, other than that, we got an Eric Young sighting with still the sanity music for reasons. I mean, Roman still has the shit. No, so. but his music was briefly playing as they came back from. Oh, was it? I was. Advert. I didn't watch this match. I kind of saw Eric Young. I was like, you know what? It's going to be an Andrade win. We all know that. And he squashed him, and then we had a twenty-four-seven run-in where a NASCAR driver won a match because apparently another NASCAR driver is a referee nowadays. You know, reasons. Yeah, put the zebra shirt on. Loving it. Instant ref. Um, we also got a No Way Jose entrance this week. Adam Young. Uh, Adam Young? Adam Rose, part two. Ollie Players, thank you for the raid, dude. Ollie uh, Players, man like Ollie. Man like Ollie, coming in with fucking raid of 16. Jesus. Chris, well, you're going to have to edit this section out of the podcast. Or leave it in. <laughs> Just leave it in. Just yeah, give, leave it in. Give, some free, give some free advertising for Ollie. I'd love that. Yeah, um, that's twitch.tv forward slash Ollie Place. Follow him. Um, if you didn't know, we do this live. <laughs> 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 uh, Charlotte Flair had a two on one um, handicap match the against King the Kabuki. The Nobber. Is this where he did his jack? <sighs> go on, go on, tell us, because I, I wasn't paying attention. Ancient. I skipped no, it's just... it. The guy's a cunt, right? So I can't remember why why he why I brought it on, but he just came out and started doing a Japanese accent, and it's just like he's clearly him and Jr. are texting each other like, "Oh, should we one up each other now?" Like Cornet's taking taking all the uh, attention. We need we need to see how racist we can be. 
fucking. Oh, I can't. Just get like two man Buffett. It's fine. You got Samoa Joe on there doing the Taz roll. Just don't... <laughs> Samoa Joe is a breath of fresh air. I just well. want to cry. Like listening to Samoa Joe on commentary is is brilliant, but. You, at the moment, you've got Vic Joseph, who I get on. I, I get on with him. Vic Joseph, I like, great. I like Vic Joseph. He's brilliant. I like Samoa Joe because he brings in that little bit of kind of. I'm a wrestler, so I kind of can see what's going on here. I know what I'm talking about, boy. And then you've just got King going, oh, 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 and you go, what are you doing, mate? You Dude, don't need to make weird, sense. weird noises and go, ah, yeah. It's like shut up, you. Weird person. Try not to swear because it Fucking makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Try not to swear. Next second, boom. Oh, Fuck. Oh dear. Um, no, mate. They're not making him full time. It's only until he recovers. Because uh, your guy Dio wanted to go back Dio to wrestle and NXT. Yeah, which is fair play to him because he's relatively young, Dio, isn't he? Yeah. So you don't want him to like. It's like giving up your dream early. You don't want that to happen to anybody. I want Byron to go back in the ring. The man needs to step up his game. NXT champion. Who Byron? Yeah. Byron's Byron, Byron, NXT Byron champion. Is, Get in. What Byron is too busy being the compare at house shows, mate. He's he's not got time for that. You've got he's a bit, one of he's the a best busy man. In Tom Phillips around doing fuck all on some show that no one watches. Well, that NXT by any chance? Oh. I, I was upset last week, and Toast was like, "Yeah, fuck you, Jack. No one watches it." I was there like, "Yeah, no, one, I don't watch it." <laughs> no, you two boys used to fucking praise NXT UK. There is far too many wrestling. That's like... because we went to the first shows. I, we I was a, excited. A massive, I was a massive fan of it. I still am. I like the uh, process of NXT UK. There's just far too much more relevant wrestling going it's shit, on like, that's than I, I, I enjoyed it um, but there's just far too much going on to worry about NXT UK to be honest you could watch the promos at NXT UK TakeOver and know what's going on so. yeah that's, that's the only problem it's like here's 14 or 15 hours of wrestling here have 3 hours more it's not it's an hour but you know what I mean mm-hmm um, Rey Mysterio, Humberto Carrillo, and Ricochet had a match against the OC. Humberto Carrillo, for some reason, has now had a music change. Trying to get himself over, isn't he? Apparently, there's no Dally Gas anymore, or whatever it was before. So, they're still using him, didn't someone say last week that Vincent went off him and they weren't going to push him anymore? So, yeah, apparently Vince um, just thought he wasn't getting over and he wasn't going to get over, so he just stopped the push. And that's probably why Ray won the title, so heels can go after the title. Um, we'll probably see Drew ah. McIntyre versus Ray and whatnot, and Randy versus Ray when Randy decides what he wants to be in life. Uh, but yeah, I think at the moment it's a bit like Cedric. Humber's in the Cedric ballpark of people that Vince doesn't like at the moment. The, the thing about Cedric that's a real shame is like him, Ali, and fucking Buddy were like. The heartbeat of 205 once mm. Neville fucked off. And now Ali and Buddy seem to be getting used decently. And Cedric's just like, I'm going to go job to fucking fake American football player on main event. 
What do you call well, him? That's, that's the... Mojo Rawley? Isn't that what he lost to? Yeah, he event? did. He lost yeah. to Mojo Rawley on main event. Here he did. Yeah, but Mojo is an absolute <clears throat> boy. Um, Have you seen what ball... Mojo's wearing? No. Oh, please, go do yourself a favour. He... Go Google what Mojo Rawley was wearing this weekend. Was he wearing hockey pads? No, but... Oh, they should give him the goon. Get him to come back as the goon and wear the hockey pads and he could just be a big enforcer. No, he's wearing, like, fucking airbrushed bullshit or something. It's just, like... Wow, now, wonderful. Oh, I can't even speak now. That's just put me off. Put me off hearing the fact that Mojo Rawley won a match. I had Cedric. Yeah. So this match was actually probably the only decent match on Raw. The OCs. Because obviously it's got styles uh, in it. Drew Tozawa was alright. Yeah, but it was effectively plus, a squash, Plus Tozawa's sell of the Claymore kick was awesome. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know where this is going. To be honest, for TL- TLC is what a week to a week today. What? I think it is a week. A week. Oh, a week um, and there's how many matches? Two announced. Is it two? No idea, mate. I think it's two. I think Roman Baron and someone else. Surely Bray Wyatt? I can't remember. I can't think. Who knows? Who knows? That was pretty much what um, Raw was. Um, trash. But it wasn't. <laughs> but it was not as trashy as SmackDown. That was dog food. Um, do you want to do SmackDown now then? No. Are you sure? I'm putting it off because I don't want to talk about it. But you can talk yeah, about you... the dog food. Woof, woof, big yard. Woof. <laughs> Go on, then. Let's talk about SmackDown. Get to the real main event afterwards. Oh, for goodness sake. So, I didn't watch SmackDown. Absolute (laughs) big, big, big shock. I didn't watch SmackDown this week. I literally uh, tweeted the guys in the DMs and said, Is SmackDown worth watching? And then, um, I think 30 seconds later, I saw a tweet about Roman Reigns being covered in dog food and went, no, it's definitely not worth watching. I've answered my own question. <laughs> so I have to ask, right? And this is a question that's been asked multiple times, but I'm just going to raise it again. Do we think, like, Vince McMahon has a scat fetish? Because like, he's forever covering people in shit or slime or something. He has to get off it's on just, it, right? It's... He has to just, like, be I'll sitting in the bar fucking fapping. I said this last time I was on. It's it's um, just cheap comedy that's going to get laughs out of kids. And this this is what this storyline is based off. It's just trying to make the kids happy. I don't think the kids are watching it. To be fair, I think they they they're traumatized as much as I am. No, they should be. They should be traumatized at the the big baddies bullying the big dog. Reasons. Um. Yeah, so I, I just don't know what what's Key going points, on. Points basically, they set up Bray versus Daniel Bryan. So Bray, the Bray missed not the really I did quickly so, watch some of that, and thought, yeah, that looks pretty good. Or Bray Miz, sorry, is it? My bad. I think. Yeah, yeah, Brian, like Brian would be on the show. All right, okay, my bad. Yeah, because that's what Chris said to me in the week. He said, "Oh, it's not actually the Fiend doing the calling out and." tormenting the Miz it's actually Bray so it's quite interesting how he's flicking between the two characters but still being very creepy 
as if he would be the fiend. It's, it's quite interesting. So before this, I was convinced that Bray was dropping the title if it was just going to be Bray, and they were going to do the whole Bray could get beat, but the fiend mm. can't thing. But if it's the Miz, I can't see them giving the Miz the strap again. No, it's not going to happen. I'd love to see. I'd love to see the Miz with another main title again because the man deserves it. Oh, I, I would love to see it as well, but not well, at never this gonna point. It's never going to happen. No, not at this point because he's now. doing. It's not too late. He can do one. Um, he could do another run, but at the moment, in storyline basis and what he's been doing, he hasn't doing a lot, so it would make zero sense. Yeah. Um, talking of SmackDown, um, because Matt's not here, he's dropped as a question. Um, so this is going back to the Baron Corbin and the big dog angle. He says, since SmackDown Live is basically banter show now, um, should the match between Corbin and the big dog at TLC be a remake of the Kennel from Hell match? Absolutely. And they should use Xbox dog as the guard dog. He's got like a little chihuahua thing. That should be like the, the one on the chain. Wow, that'd be fantastic. I love it. Oh, do you know And you have the big what? dog and loads of little dogs, I'd say. Fantastic. I genuinely think they'll just get the mascot big dog and put him on the outside or something. I don't know. Eventually it's going to lead to one of those dog collar matches, isn't it? Where like, oh. one of the old chain matches, but it'll be like a collar dog. on their neck and they have to like touch the four turnbuckles and then pin someone or whatever yeah. fucked up rules someone it's makes gonna up. Be dog, it's going to be dog food on a pole match. Michael Vick is the timekeeper. Oof. Oof. Nice. Um, yeah. Anything else have now happened on SmackDown? Not that I can remember. Oh, the Any, New Day any, stuff. No, the New Day stuff. The, the Sasha Banks gift that was going around, was that from SmackDown? Oh, Bailey attacks Lacey Evans or something. Yeah. Well, like, Sasha Isn't this... caught in the ring. No. Isn't this going to be like um, Lacey Evans' face turn, effectively? She is the greatest competitor since a certain man. I don't want to do it! The man that shall not be named. Go on, Space, do it. <laughs> I want her to start using the Crippler Crossface. I know Brian uses it, doesn't he? And the headbutt, but I think Lacey should adopt it. Brilliant. She's mentioned the marine element. There you go. She's just bringing up like her, her past. I want Randy Orton to start doing a marine gimmick and bringing up the fact that you should be in the marine. They can't because of the tribute to the troop stuff, but I ain't gonna be funny. No, but yeah, it seems it seems that they're going for a face Lacey Evans at the moment, seeing as she's against Sasha and Bailey, um, which I think is a bit of a breath of fresh air for Lacey. I think it can revitalize her character a little bit. Because I thought she was a bit stale as a heel. She was good, but I think if no one's going to sell the women's right properly, or if she's not going to have decent matches, when we know she can, like I know she's not the best wrestler out there, but she's getting better. Um, How was the way? Who are we talking about? Lacey Evans. Right. <laughs> Professionalism. Um, I just think having her turn face would be a good thing makes a revitalise the characters like I just said and therefore hopefully we can get a bit of a, a decent face run out of her I don't think she should go for the title I don't think she should hold the title I think she just needs to maybe do a bit of face work, team up with another face at, at times and 
fight off Bailey and Sasha because I think that's going to stick for a while, isn't it? Them two. Uh, yeah, until at least for Mania. So, <clears throat> and then the other thing on SmackDown was the revival um, de- defeated Ali G. Um, heavy machinery and Lucha House Party to become number one contenders. To be honest, when you look at that, you think the only two probable teams that are going to actually win that are Revival Heavy Machinery. Can we talk about yeah. Shorty G and Ali? He was supposed to have his name back, but no one's referring to him as Mustafa Ali. So we know Ali week. G and Rudolph. Last week, the, the announcer called him Mustafa Ali last week. Because he said entering the ring, uh, Mustafa Ali. And I was like, what? He's got his first name back. Since when? Since they copyrighted it. Yep. Trademarks. Love to see it. Hmm. Indeed. Um, Should we talk about what actually was decent this week? Go on then. Go on, the main event. Um, So, NXT. I thought we were talking about decent. Wow, you big mark. I'm saving the best. Zing! Matt's toast. not here. Fuck him. What? I'm saving the best for last. Toast. You know it. All right, bum liquor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris, you're not here this week. This is going to go to shit. Good luck editing this shit. Oh dear. Um. <clears throat> so the match. Uh, the <laughs> night start. <laughs> Will you shut up? <laughs> Or else I'm quitting again. <laughs> again. <laughs> I'm quitting. <laughs> Vore, you had to quit once. Alright, AC, here's calm down. This one's going to be your fault. Fuck's <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Um, so the night started with Mario Ronaldo doing his usual opening, uh, introducing the, the show, and then Killian Dane came out and started giving welcome up. Welcome back, about... Mario. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it now. Right? I listened Go. to the first seven minutes, and I was like, I'm going to give him a chance. I am. I want to give him a chance. I felt bad. He had his situation. He got bullied. And I still cannot tolerate his commentary. Uh, too many references. Just It's over the top. It's not as bad as listening to, to King or JR make Asian racist remarks. But it takes me completely out of some of the matches. He wasn't as bad this week. He did try to pull it back a bit. And he let the other two talk more. But he still overpowers the product, in my opinion, and I just, I'm not a fan. I know we. Leeds commentator. Yeah. I know we had a massive, um, I say, argument in the DMs, Jack. <laughs> Cause it wasn't an argument. It was a lover's tiff, wasn't it? It wasn't uh, an argument. It was a discussion about. I was, I was defending Jack Lakes my boys. and everyone else has common sense. I was defending my boys. I, yeah, I've always liked Marrow, but. <laughs> Ever since, ever since Toast, just do you know when you do you know that episode of How I Met Your Mother where they realise something about somebody and then the glass shatters and then that's all you can Stone imagine. Cold comes out. Stone is Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I figured has happened, and now I can't stop hearing it, and I'm trying not to because I do that's like that. He's, he's like, he's always done that. That doesn't make it okay. Like, just because he's always That's done it doesn't style. make it okay. Like. Mm, I just think, give him credit where it's due, he's, he's good, but I need to like ignore what you've pointed out to me. I'm so going to make a Enjoy his commentary again. Controversial statement, and it is a bit of a fanboy. I mean, I think Excalibur is the best commentator going right now. 
Excalibur is great. I do like, and I like to- Tony Schiavone as well. Yeah, Schiavone's cheesy and over the top, like, but no, I but actually think Excalibur is the best going. I don't think there's a better commentator on TV right now. I used to like your guy that runs Impact when he did New Japan. Um, oh, Callus. Yeah, Callus was good as well. Oh, uh, Ke- Kevin Kelly's decent. Mm. Yeah, Callus not bad. Um, Chris I thinks like JR is the best. I just want that on the pod so that it's recorded for like future reference. Yeah. <laughs> we can bring it back and throw it in his face. Um, so Killian Dane opened um, NXT. Um, he demanded a challenger because Damien Priest um, had to pull out of his match with Damien Priest because of rib injuries. Um, came out Pete Dunne, um, which was a great match, I thought. Very good. I thought that Pete Dunne did a really good job of being the messy of the mat because Dane was a big fucking uh, Man United fan. That information to me was provided by Morrow. <laughs> <laughs> you just waited to get that one in, didn't you? Oh, I had it sitting. It was, it was in the chamber waiting because it took me completely out of the match and I was like, oh, man, you're not play later. Because uh, I was watching it on Saturday. Oh, it's fun. Brilliant. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, the the ending was quite interesting because um, Pete Dunn's got him on the middle rope in a kind of rear naked choke. Um and all Dane does is just fall backwards and pins him. They did it a couple of weeks ago, didn't they? And it's when Pete Dunne won the match. Yeah. So it's nice that they keep calling back to it. Obviously, I don't want them to see him do it every single time they have a wrestling match, but it's very much a, a feud I'm enjoying because I think they're both good exports of the UK wrestling scene. Slightly off topic, but speaking of rear naked chokes... Del Rio got choked the fuck out the first round of his face. Oh his yeah, I saw that. Fantastic. Some right knobhead. Apparently that. Apparently that's a thing. Oh yeah, people were paying thirty dollars to watch him fucking do big MMA scraps and fucking Tito Ortiz, who is basically retired, choked him the fuck out and sat him down. Go sit in the corner. Oh, excellent, lovely. Tito Ortiz is a big hard fucker as well, isn't he? Yeah, but like he's basically retired. Do you not remember a couple of years ago he did Impact? Oh, big God. Like they brought Tito Ortiz up, Joe just sort of stood in the ring going, the fuck is this? Uh, the fuck, dude? Where was can I actually can... them? Anyway, back to Impact. Or back to NXT. <laughs> back yes. to Impact? Yeah. He said no one ever. Let's not review an Impact and fucking MLW and... I don't know. That's, what's that's your domain, mate. We, yeah. We're WWE marks. You can't do that. Don't bring it. me into this. Right, oh, what sorry. was next on NXT? Sorry, Mr. Sorry, Mr. Best Bad Booker over there, apparently. Yeah. Nice. You can Fact. tell that eats its movement, right? Smoothman oh, is really? definitely getting oh. add up by the fact that he's not the best bad booker. <laughs> he's the one that and comes I'm... 20 minutes late because he's been playing COD all fucking day and I doesn't have his prep work done. <laughs> Livid. <laughs> Absolute cone of sad. He's proper cone of sad. <laughs> um... Shut up, Seymour. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, we had Undisputed Era um, come out, obviously without Bobby Fish because he was injured uh, from previous weeks. Um, mm-hmm. He pretty much um, called out Finn Balor, um, I think. 
I don't remember. It was. Weird. Is your is your mind gone blank? It's not working. It's not working. Adam Cole came out and he bitched out Baller for Baller kicking him last week. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And then Keith Lee, I think, interrupts. Mm-hmm. And it, does, yes. bra- it eventually leads to a brawl, and then Kiampa comes down. He was saying how he, he he's going to decide which title to go for, basically. Yeah, so they were sort of pushing the fact that Keith Lee's going to be going, could go for the main title as well, so that puts him in with Kiampa, Baller, and Cole, which matches what was said last week. It was said Vince is now a big fan of Keith Lee and Riddle, so we should yeah. expect those boys to be pushed, which makes sense. Keith Lee is fantastic. Keith Lee is fantastic. Didn't um, Kyle O'Reilly give him a big roast this week as well? Like, made an absolute joke of him. I can't remember what he said. He said something that was highly amusing. Um, but it's gone from remember, because it wasn't yeah. memorable. Yeah. It, it, wasn't, it was funny, but it wasn't obviously that memorable that I remember it. So, um, Bobby well, Fish isn't actually injured, if I'm correct. I, someone said Bobby Fish is fit, and I think the reason he's injured... Is because they haven't got a fourth person free to join Keith Lee, Kiamp, and Dijakovic. They feud with AE, so they're just like, no, you're. Or UE, sorry. Uh, it's like, you're. You're injured. Go, Bobby, go lie down and take a couple of weeks off. I think that's what's happening, unless Bobby has an He actual... does get injured quite a, quite a lot, so they're probably just. I mean, he's had knee injuries before, hasn't he? Yeah. Um... He's out for ages with his knee. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So they're probably just telling him trips is probably just gone. Just her. chill out, man. Especially after the grueling match they had at War Games. If uh, if Timor was here on time, he Oof. would know that we've already spoken about it. Oof. Plastic. Just, just 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 not turning up on time is just a cardinal sin. Yeah. It says the man who wasn't prepared. Um, Jaya Lee had a match against Shayna Baszler. Um, why is why is she on TV? Why, why, why? Who? Why? Lee? Yeah. Why? Oh, you said it last week. You need to get people to um be ready to be at the main event sign. She's obviously not going to be there straight away, just in case someone gets injured. I don't. But I just. I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't. I don't enjoy her wrestling, and I don't like her character. I just kind of like. Eh. Oh no! I'm not really a humongous fan of Zaylee, but. You need Trina Baser to fight other people other than yeah, so Bianca Belair and Shirai. And because you get to a point where you're having the same matches every week, like we have on SmackDown. Um, where We're past got... SmackDown, mate. Oh, I know, I'm just making a point. Every, every week, Baron Corbin or Dolph Ziggler's having a match against Roman Reigns for reasons. Um, yeah. It was won by Baszler. Um pretty much standard really um, Forgotten Sons had a match against some jobbers was there not a run um, at the end of that match pardon was there not a run at the end of that match I think so I mean there was I mean there definitely was I thought there was a run in no there was a run in with the Dakota Kai match get it right sure about yes no sure about okay well then the smooth so one Okay. No, 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 no. Shayna Baszler had her match. She won, and then she left. Okay. And then later on, I'm going to skip to it now because you've really put me off and <laughs> really riled me. Um, Rhea Ripley was supposed to face Dakota Kai, but then Dakota Kai came out and said, um, "Not Dakota Kai." Um, Rhea Ripley came out and said, "Oh, you did this 
betrayal. I've got my own trick up my sleeve. And then Mia Yim came out, destroyed Dakota Kai, while Rhea Ripley just stood around watching. And then Baszler came out with Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir. That's cool, bro, but I didn't ask. Yes, you did! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... We obviously fast forward a bit there, but the Forgotten Sons wrestled a tag team from Evolve. Um, yeah, and they on... mentioned they're from Evolve. Yeah, they like, mi- yeah, these lads were from Evolve, and then they just squashed them. It's like, yeah. hey, well, it was like, boys. The thing that got me there, right? It was like this team is from Evolve, and they're pushing like their connection with Evolve. Obviously, the mm. guy is a Gabe Sapolsky who used to book ROH, works in Evolve. That sounds familiar. So and he's part of NXT as well, so there's like a bridge there and there's a link, so it's like, yeah, they get the guys ready and then they get called up, like obviously Riddle fucking... I want to say... What do you call the last guy got called up from Evolve? What the fuck's his name? He was in the crowds. I forget him. Generic McGeneric Fist. He's not going to be used anytime soon. Austin Theory, yeah. So, like, they've got this relationship there. It's class. It's like... These are our boys, and it pans to them, and they're just wearing generic gear. And I'm like, these these guys, are, they're getting this doesn't end not, well. Not only, it didn't. Not only is this not going to end well for you, is they uh, they fed them to the Forgotten Sons, who are basically the Forgotten Divi- Tag Division. Like, honestly, so and your guy that choke slam, uh, uh, it's, it was the hardest Onto part the of the, of the apron. It's the hardest part of the ring. It's on the oh. corner of it as well. It just looks like. This is our lads from Evolve. We're gonna kill him. Cheers, Your mate. guy was down selling, and I was like, I, 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 yep, I believe that because he was down like fucking just holding his back around the bin. I'm like, yep, he did not look after you on that joke slam. You're a fuck, sir. I'm surprised he didn't scream, "Go back to Evolve!" Or something like that. Um, Jack, you might know who these guys are. I don't think Smoothman will know, and that's not a pop. You know the boys from ROH? They were the Dalton Castles, like. Two wee lackeys. Mm, I've not watched much RH, so really. uh, they were in the performance center this week, so I think WWE are just hoovering up more XR. Did you just Castle. say Dalton Castle? Is that the guy who has like very flared pants? It's the guy who has a very similar peacock fucking cape yes. to Charlotte. He was in, he was in he was in New Japan. I know who he is. I know somebody that somebody knows. Yay. There you go. Well the two boys from that and um, his two boys that used to come out with him. Um, we're training at the performance center this week. Just thought I'd bring that up because we were talking about shit. Cool. He knows more than I do. Maybe you should be host. Space host. <laughs> Boom. Let's Whoa. go. Um, Cassius Ono returned from NXT UK. Um, pretty much to big up the world's collide in January, which is logical. Um, he said he was going to lay out an open challenge to anybody at NXT to come out. Um, and then we had Matt Riddle answer the call, which I think they've dropped a massive ball here because I think they could have picked somebody else from the roster and not Matt Riddle because they've already had a match at a takeover and they had a feud. They could have picked somebody else who's up and coming to have that match. I put it to you and- this way, movement. If they weren't in a war with AEW, they wouldn't have had that match. It would have been a, a lower down the totem guy, maybe someone like a Scott or like Swerve, um, or one of the lower guys in NXT who could <coughs> do with a rub off facing Ono, because Ono's obviously a coach as well. Um, or you could have had John Morrison. I don't think he's going to NXT. I know, um, but 
people are saying he is. So he's yeah, your guy it. Reeves or like one of the lower down guys that they're obviously prepping to try and build up. Anyone could have come out and got a win against the Ono that would have meant something. Riddle, who's already three and zero against them, I think. That yeah. means fucking nothing. Like Riddle came out and squashed the coach. Um, it does nothing for Riddle. It doesn't push him any closer to the title. It doesn't make him look any bigger to outside fans of like. Do you know what I mean? It, to me, well, you could have had you could have had Kushida have this match. I enjoyed Kushida's match later, though. Who did, I can't remember who fit Cameron Grimes. He was yeah, supposed Trevor to play, Lee. He was class. Yeah, he was supposed to face Raul Mendoza, but. Um, Grimes came out and smashed him on the ramp didn't he with that it's like a stomp did you see Kushida tweeted this week um, he tweeted out something about uh, basically who wants to face me or something and one of the first responses was uh, Evan Bourne from Evolve so I think we're going to see Evan Bourne appear in NXT soon to fight Kushida watching him and Kushida fight would be great though yeah, no, it'll be fantastic. But as soon as Evan Bourne signed with the wall, I was like, they're just killing time before they put you up in NXT, mate. You're going to be there for about six months, work with some Evolve young guys, and then go up to the main fucking, not the main roster, but go up the NXT and wrestle in there with the 205 guys. Oh, definitely. He'd have a great match with Leo Rush. Completely if Leo's agree. still champion, that could be fucking fantastic. Angel Garza as well, them two. Yeah. Great match. Oh, fantasy booking. I love it. Um, but yeah, Kushida um, beat Grimes. Um, that was the main event, was it? No, there was six-man tag. Six-man tag was main event, yeah. But it, it's just a way to get... Kushida, Kushida's obviously been out injured for a couple of months. Get him back on TV. Get him to beat somebody like Grimes, who's not really doing a lot at the moment. He's not really being pushed. He's, not, he's, he's just there, isn't he, really? So, I don't get Grimes' character, to be honest. He's like a redneck country boy. So I think at one point someone called him Country Strong, I think. And I know that used to be used to describe like Brock and stuff. But now, like Grimes isn't exactly a Brock Lesnar. So when he was called Country Strong or something, it sort of put me off. Um, well, isn't, isn't Country Strong what's tattooed on Braun Strowman's Yeah, arm? that could be that too. Um, but with uh, Kushida, I think... Honestly, Kushida was signed with NXT Japan in mind. Um, so I think Kushida will float in NXT. I don't think he's going to go after any of the big titles. I think he'll have big matches with some of the younger guys. And um, Once they eventually open up the NXT Japan territory, he'll go over there and be one of the top guys in it. No, I don't think they will. Well, they were trying to have negotiations with uh, some of the... Sm- obviously not New Japan, but they talked to Noah and... All Japan, not DDT, but the other one, Big War maybe or whatever it's called. And they were talking to those guys about trying to establish NXT Japan over there. Thank you. Mm. I just think I'd, I kind of had this big thought when I was watching NXT this week, and just thought like Kushida probably shouldn't have gone to NXT. Sorry, who's singing? Oh, that's my uh, my flatmate. <laughs> I was like, have we got a new got a new member of the podcast coming along here? Yeah. It confused that out of me. Um, Hashtag yeah. professionals. Uh, that's on Jack's end. Jack's he says hello. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think Kushida shouldn't shouldn't have left New Japan, in my opinion. 
Oh, he, had, he did everything he had to do in New Japan. He couldn't have gone any further. He was never going to be moved past the junior heavyweights, and he had done everything in the junior heavyweights. I don't know what else he was he the ace done. of that division for years. Yeah. Hashtag professional again, Jack. Love it. I'm wiping my, my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> a donut, which is very custody. <laughs> we do apologise for Jack's in, insubordination. Who are you apologising to? Fuck that. No apologies. Let's go. Jack was eating a donut. Get over it. <laughs> no. I, just, I had the worst ring sing this morning. <laughs> wow. Um, undisputed era. Um, I don't even know where to go from there. I'm broken. A broken man. Um, Undisputed Era had a match against Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, and Dominic Dijakovic. My God, this was awesome. Yeah, it was a good match. I enjoyed it a lot. Keith Lee did big meme. That was at the end, wasn't it? Mm. With, uh, he, he's, that's, two, that's twice in two weeks he did big meme. We forgot to talk about the one last week where he yeeted Mr. Uh, Cole yeeted into Adam Cole into I mean, talked about it because Chris brought it up. I don't remember talking about it. I specifically it. remember Chris bringing up that uh, Adam Cole got yeeted into the, the seats left. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I thought we talked about it at the end when we went off air, but never mind. Um, Dijakovic doing some twisty off the top rope nonsense into the the absolute mammoth sea of people was interesting. Doesn't look natural with him being able to do that shit. He's, a, he's too big. Yeah, well, you'd say that about Keith Lee. He's a big boy, but somehow does big things. You call them fat? No. I wish I, I, I just wish I could do stuff like that. <laughs> Although I'm an injured man, so go on then, let's see it. Right now. Can't he's just eating a donut and he's still waiting an hour before he does anything? Exactly. I'll be be (laughs) sick everywhere if I start flipping around. Indeed. Um, So, apart from that, the match was um, won by Champa, Lee and Dijakovic um, after the interference of Finn Balor. Um, He drop-kicked Cole did in 1916, and then we obviously had Mr. Keith Lee come up behind him and stop him from doing anything else. Big meme. Keith Lee Mid- hitting Adam Cole as well. Mad Which is great. Obviously, big push from Vincey Boy. Um, and it's been announced that next week... Is it next week? Um, William Regal came out and said it's going to be uh, Bala versus Keith Lee versus Champa for number one contendership and then on the 18th of December um, yeah it's the last one before Christmas because I don't think they're doing one on Christmas no like and it's also going to be like a, obviously both of them are both AW and NXT are going to have their last shows before Christmas on that yeah. day so they're going to they're both trying to make it's going to be big, a takeover isn't it? they are going to try and make big um, big matches for those because I think AEW have already announced two big matches already I think Chris Jericho's defending the title is he not? No mm. it's not a title defence uh, Chris Jericho's having his last match of the year against the well we'll talk about the one against Jungle Boy well spoilers spoilers Ow. indeed 
Um, so yeah, it's it's all making the the main event picture of, of NXT is probably the best it's been for a while. To be honest, I really enjoy it, and it's involving a lot of very very good wrestlers. And long may it continue, please, Mister Mister Hunter. Got a feeling here. Um, and then AEW, go on then, Toast. This is your time to shine, my friend. Uh, what would you like to talk about? Do you want to talk about the other? I was going to talk about all of it because I actually, well, let, you're let's the host. Go. You talk about segment, and then we give our feedback, and Jack can oh, argue with me because Matt's not here. Yeah, that's how it works. NXT, uh, NXT, AEW started um, this week with. Um, Dustin Young Bucks against Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz, which is great. Sorry, I was just reading the chat. I want to acknowledge the guys in the chat just in case they think we're not reading it. Yeah, cheers, lads. Um, so it started with Proud and Powerful against who? Um, Young Bucks and Dustin Rhodes. So Sammy Guevara was with Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, I was really um, surprised this was the first match. Like they, they started it real hot by putting that. I thought that was going to be another main event thing. Um, well, you kind of had obviously had Janela and Moxley also announced for for this show, so you kind of knew Moxley was going to end the show out because it's Moxley. I mean, but this match was so good. Yeah, this match was great. Uh, like, I love that uh, Dustin has built into the match now because he's obviously older; he's in his fifties or whatever. He's built into mm. the match a spot where he goes. And then, like, catches his breath and stuff, and then he's busted out power slams a minute later. I like that, that they're sort of playing on that. His power slams are a thing of beauty. I think only Prime Orton has a better looking power slam than him. Orton's power slams are class when he's on point. Oh, definitely. But even when. If you. I could watch a compilation of Dustin Rhodes do a, do a power slam all day, and I wouldn't get bored. Fair. I'm sure you would. Nah. Yeah, I'm sure you would. It, uh, well, have it that, and then watch lots of replays of Carl um, Anderson do a spinebuster, and I'm in heaven. So, um, yeah, they did. They, they did quite a lot of obviously super kicks are massive, but the ending with the um, it looked like they were going to do the the Meltzer driver. Yeah. But they both had they had two of them with the. Um, in the the t- kind of tombstone position, but then uh, one of the young books, I can't remember which one it was, it Nick, um, drop kicked them both as they dro- drove them into the mat, and then did like a, a sent on onto Sammy, which was which is great, great spot. I loved it. I think it was Matt, but yeah, it was a really good spot. And yes, um, just the answer, Chris. Carl uh, Anderson's son doing Spain Buster was fucking fantastic. Oh yeah, I saw oh, I've seen that. It's great. <clears throat> Show me your power slam. No. <laughs> um, so I'll be honest. I'm not sure if this is because we're not in just chatting. So usually just chatting, we'll get a lot of trolls. This is in the wrestling section. So these boys have specifically came here looking wrestling. And um, hit just this mic. So enjoy the show, lads. What was What's happening? Someone said, "Show me your power slam." Ooh. You could show oh, them your power you slam TV sponsorships movement. Oh yeah! If Wait. you watch them, power. See, this is why you should be home. That was seamless. <laughs> so uh, if you are enjoying wrestling content and would like to sign up to Power Slam TV, if you use the code Bad Bookers, you get one free month. Go do it. They released Limbs. Victor. Is Victor the one that could work? So apparently, 
is this is this legit now? So is Victor's this another the one? small one that can actually work, and Connor's the big one, right? But in other words, the other guy at the Ascension is leaving as well, surely. Well, hurry back here, Victor. Where is the Twitter at? I need the Twitter open. Cause Victor, this was, is not... Victor was the big lad. No, this Victor's is... the small one. Connor's oh, no, Con- the yeah, Connor's the big lad. Yeah. This is big breaking news halfway through the podcast. We've already had two released. Is that your jingle? I don't know. I was, I was sort of jingle. vamping while you got the fucking news because you were putting your Twitter up. I've got Twitter open. I'm How looking for it now. Um, Luke Harper, Sin Cara, and both Connor and Victor, uh, Victor of the Ascension have now been released. I'd kiss both of the other lads, Mike. How you doing? Um, who's so Sin Cara? Luke Harper and the Ascension, both of them. Ah, oh, fair it is. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just start gone. clearing Which... out. Like it makes sense. NXT's overfilled at the minute. They've a lot of wrestlers in the performance center that aren't on NXT. So they'll sort of start clearing out their jobber slash lower card ranks and fill that up slowly. Hmm. I just... I, it, I feel sorry for the Ascension because they weren't bad. They just didn't get chance. They were booked fantastically on NXT, but again, I think it was a bit of an ECW Paul Heyman job. Now, I know Paul Heyman had nothing to do with it. On NXT, they sort of hid all of their weaknesses and kept them in... Um, Victor got in the match and wrestled Connor came in for the big power moves and then they had a sweet looking fucking double team move and their matches were usually kept between 5 and 10 minutes I'd say and boom they looked fucking dominant and then they went to main roster and the same thing happens with all the NXT tag teams generally so you have fucking the Ascension American Alpha Heavy Machinery Heavy Machinery Vaude Villains uh, Vaude Villains that's the ones I was looking for AOP you know what I mean Although, unless you're the available you're getting buried. Even the revival were buried for a while, but they sort of just stuck it out. Um, the Ascension just like lower card. Burnley got used. Cody tried to get them over whenever he brought them into what do you call that bullshit? Starlight. Stardust. No, but what did he call his his group he had with them? Fuck no, three resisted. Ah, fuck. No idea. Ah, yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had he had a group with them anyway. This cosmic bullshit or whatever. Um, and they were sort of getting over with that and then they split them away from him and it's kind of like I don't remember them doing anything significant since then they didn't say an extension oh the revival yeah no the revival are going but they've got it now where Dash has to stay two months after Scott Dawson which is going to be a pain so Dawson will be free first and then Dash is going to be two months after because of his injury so they're keeping those guys apart. So I'd assume Dawson goes home for a couple of months. And Plus then the once Dash is ran out, they go to AEW as a tag team. Mm. Should we get back to AEW after our breaking news? Yeah, absolutely. Go on then. Um, so after the spectacular match that we had at the start of the night with Dustin and the Young Bucks, we then had Trent versus Ray Phoenix, which again, Trent at the moment, I think, like you said, weeks and weeks ago, they are pushing him to have a singles run. Yeah, so they're, they're pushing... I didn't think they would split them, but it looks like they're pushing Trent to be heel um, and go off on his own, which it makes sense to push uh, Trent away from the other two. Let the other two float about in the tag division, which is where they're going to be. Um, and Trent will do his own thing and sort of float mid-card and be one of those guys, kind of like what Scorpio's guy did the other week, where you can put them in a title match. 
um, if you need to, but he won't. He probably won't ever hold the world title. If you know what I mean? Yeah, he kind of be in that um, dynamite ring kind of area. Yeah, which makes sense. Um, I can't really remember much of this match really, apart from it was good. There was nothing that st- stood out massively as a massive spot, but. It was a good match. I was surprised they had Trent lose because I thought Trent was going to beat both of uh, Lucha Bros and then come out and start feuding with them somehow. But him losing the Phoenix means Phoenix gets the win back. The Penta lost, and makes sense. Yeah, I just I just find it incredible that Phoenix can just run the tightrope of the top rope. It's just unreal. That man, that man's balance is ridiculous. Whenever they decide to put the rocket, the Ray Phoenix is back. He's, he's got the title and he can go. I think they'll do it with Penta first, just because Penta's older. Um, I think he'll hold their title at some point and then Phoenix will get it back. But Penta's always been decent when I've seen things about him around the wrestling universe where he's been on singles run. Because he did quite a lot of single stuff in Impact, I think. Penta is fantastic. Good. Like Honestly, um, he's got charisma. Obviously, he can't caught too much of a promo because he's more of a Spanish speaker. Phoenix has better English but he's yeah. pure charisma alone and he's a great technical wrestler. He's, he's class. So yeah. Pentagon was Impact's world champion for quite a while Yeah. Um, on his own and he had a quite a good run with it. Which, which makes sense if they could push him at some point. thing is at the moment you've got such a I say such a thing going with Jericho because it's not. It's just Jericho is the biggest star name there. Yeah. Therefore, give him the title. Moxley's clearly going to be the one that's going to take him off it, 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 it off him. Mm. Um, whenever that happens, it's after Moxley's had it for a while where they start thinking about other people to, to slot into that main event slot. So I think you're going to see them. They're talking about is it January? They're going to reset all the rankings. Yeah, so first of January. Yeah, so when they reset the rankings, I think that's when you'll see who they're thinking about pushing long term. So obviously they've started with these rankings that we have at the minute, and like what's so Cody's basically number one behind Jericho or something still. So I think you'll see someone step out from that come January. It'll be a Phoenix, a Penta, or another guy that's on the roster. It could be Brody Lee whenever he signs. Do you know what I mean? I think you'll see guys sort of step out from there and possibly a new tag team like is the Butcher and the Blade are fighting Cody next week? Um, I don't think it's been announced I think no it has it's, it's been officially yeah. announced it's uh, Butcher and the Blade against Cody and QT and uh, QT is a trainer from one of the schools and does a lot of backstage stuff for QT oh, Marshall oh yeah, yeah 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 he's the one with the apple he always eats an apple yes I'll eat it He's doing a lot of stuff backstage and he runs his own training school. So the, do you remember there were, you might not say it because I'm not sure if it was on the web program or on the program, but there was like training programs or training videos whenever Cody was on his way back from injury and stuff and he was in a school doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, some yeah other ones. That's his school that they were doing it in. So he's huge role backstage for AEW and they've put him in the match this week probably as a thank you to him. And let him get some TV time because I think he does wrestle on the Indies. <laughs> I've just seen the tweet that uh, Chris has just put in the chat uh, from Victor, uh, and it just has a freedom gif. 
which is interesting. Was he even on main event? I haven't heard of him in ages. I think the best thing I've seen Victor doing was, it was one of the, you know the WWE roadshows, what do you call that bullshit, Redlock? I yeah. think he was yeah. on one of those with like Kurt Hawkins or something, and he actually had a personality, and I was fucking shocked. Uh, because <laughs> WWE just obviously put him in a fucking mask and was like, you're LOD, but not LOD, go do stuff. And then mm, don't do yeah. stuff on TV. Well, they never recovered after JBL and Co. just twatted them. Yeah. Mm. Um, back to AEW. Um, Cody had a promo. Again, I think this was a very good good promo. I know Matt has absolutely taken this and just gone, this was rubbish. No. Why is he throwing money around? Well, Why is he doing brothers. this? Blah, 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 blah. So I thought it, it really good. well. So, Matt, Matt didn't particularly shit the promo match shit more on the idea that Cody is supposed to be a face. He just shits on Cody. Acting like a hit. Matt really just doesn't like Cody Rhodes. Um but the Cody promo, like I said in the chat, it was just he's trying to play the emotional story of being betrayed by your best friend or whatever. And it makes sense that he's offering all this shit to try and get revenge. Because you would like if one of your mates dad fucked you over from the biggest moment of your life and stopped it from happening for you you'd be all about getting revenge and beating that ass like so yeah. that's kind of the storyline they're trying to tell um, I do agree with Matt that they probably should be doing more of it on the TV show well, that's um, the whole thing recently isn't it that they need to do it like Meltzer came out and said it didn't they? yeah so Meltzer even came out and said that AEW's biggest problem at the minute apart from he called them WWE light and likened them to like Impact whenever Bischoff was there and I was like whoa that was whoa um, but his thing is that they're doing too much on being the elite, which they didn't do this week because the being the inner circle stuff basically had no impact on storyline. Um, and the little videos on social media, they're doing too many of their stories there. But I think that's them trying to be modern. With Modern wrestling fans are all about Twitter and all about the stuff the same way WWE did with the 24-7 title. Like, it got over because it was on social media. It did not get over on the show. It got over by our truth doing the wee YouTube videos and stuff and pinning people on airways. I think AEW are trying to lean too much into the social media and they should definitely focus more on putting it on the TV show. Yeah. I I think they should because at the end of the day there's so much there's so much content out there that it can get into a bit of a absolute mess because you've got so much floating around social media if you don't if you don't use social media i know that sounds really ridiculous but if people follow things on twitter or on facebook they can get lost in the shuffle because of algorithms or how the how the timeline works and things like that because for a fact when i wake up on a thursday i see more nxt than i do AEW stuff because the people who i follow probably have more influence to move WWE than anybody else. So Mark. You've got mate? Hmm? You were gonna say something. Oh no, I, I just said Mark because like when you wake up you see more NXT than AEW. I mean it's it's not surprising. Hmm. But yeah, the the promo was good. Uh he gave some money to a, a kid in the crowd for reasons. Alright Mike, it's been nice seeing you mate, but you can just go um, 
Um, Nyla Rose had a match against the Librarian. Um, this is where ITV decided to cut it out of the program. So the fact I'm that watching it on ITV then the fact that the Librarian came down as normal Librarian completely debunked my theory that everyone Kong attacked was going to come out as like a new gimmick or darker or whatever. Um, librarian came down as the Librarian <laughs> to wrestle Kong. Nyla Rose and Kong are completely different people. Oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm spaced out still from banning someone in the chat for what they said. I apologise completely. Yeah, you see, so you see Nyla Rose, again, they, they try to big it up on the on the introduction that when she came down to the ring, oh yeah, she's she's the native beast. She's probably the most destructive person in the AEW women's division. And then I was like, yeah, but look at her record. Because she's lost more matches than she's won. Mm. Um, but she had that match against the librarian, which you expected the librarian to lose. She's there, yeah. obviously, as, as, as a way to job to, to Nyla Rose. Um, then before it went to an ad break, um, Shanna came out because of the stuff that happened, which I believe was like a signing last week. Um, she put her through a table during a, a signing where Jimmy Havoc just watched <laughs> Jimmy Havoc, which is like, oh, what? Yeah. Um, and then because ITV and absolute or absolute cockwombles decided not to show Nyla Rose putting the ref through a table and then Shanna through the table with the ref. Um, then showing <laughs> what's a fame Britt Baker going that's Adam Cole's girlfriend so, oh that's had so much hate on Twitter so that was right that to me I laughed at the that's Adam Cole's girlfriend it was like fair enough that, that's a funny pop but then you could tell that the company was desperately trying to get them to get it over on Twitter <laughs> and like pushing like stars to go go do the Britt Baker challenge you could tell half of them were like what do the what now um, so they had like some of the women went and done it like Sheeta done it and a couple of the other ones I think Audrey Edwards might have done it and they were desperately trying to get this over as a thing and it's like it's funny to do it once but they keep trying to push it you're, you're just going to point people to NXT so in the same way that their advert that ran on TNT did it if you're going that's Adam Cole's girlfriend if you have people watching this wrestling on TNT that might be Laps fans might not know who Adam Cole is that aren't hardcore fans, they're immediately going to go, Adam Cole. And it's going to come up, he's NXT champion. And then they're going to go look at Adam Cole shit, and it'll... Maybe. There's a... There's potential that you can drive fans away from AWG NXT. So for me, I wouldn't have mentioned the other wrestler, but it's what they did. <laughs> I love how he didn't say it that time, just yeah. to annoy you. Um, I, I, yeah, I thought it was odd. Um, there's a new thing trending on Twitter of do, do the Britt Baker pose, which I think is hilarious. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't really care. People have been so. It's a Twitter trend, and it's fine. Yeah, people are just like saying, "Oh, if you like, people are saying if you're getting angry at this, then there's, then what's the point? There's no need to get angry about it. There is no No need need to get angry. Be upset. But just couldn't we all just get along and enjoy what we enjoy to watch? Please. Um, <laughs> apart from Matt and Space Toaster, because that's hilarious. Um, then 
Chris Jericho came out and, and did a promo. He had something to say, apparently. Um, he compiled a lexicon, not a list, because this isn't 2016, apparently. Um, referencing back the list of Jericho, for those of you who didn't get it. Um, he, he came and just did his, what is it, thousand holds promo yeah. from yeah. WCW from years ago, which is fine. Um, obviously, he kept referencing Moxley over and over again that like he's not going to wrestle him. And Hangman. Um, pardon? Moxley and Hangman. He said Moxley and Hangman, yeah. He said Page, Hangman. And then he also dropped in like funny little jokes about people's names who had the same surname but different first names, probably yeah. pop culture references. Um, I don't know a lot of like sports heroes from America, etc. Um, can, can I just and say then, Dak's a legend? Um, sorry, uh, just I was about to do it and Dak did it before me. Continue. <laughs> um, then we had him get towards the end, or what, he was carrying on, and then he said Marty, and then he got cut off, um, which everybody's going, oh, he was going to say Marty Skull. Um, which he, he, probably, he probably was. Well, he was gonna, clearly going to say Marty Janay, obviously. I just, it's. They're clearly building. There's too many little hints about the place that it's going to be Marty's girl coming in. There was a theory I read on Reddit. I'm sure Chris has read this. And if it's what they end up doing, it'll be fantastic. So there is a theory on Reddit that all the bad groups that are currently gathering in AEW. So you have the Butcher and the Blade. You have MJF and Wardlow, who is now in that promo taking credit for the Butcher and the Blade. But then you have... uh, Brandy, Kong, and we'll get to the other bit. But there's all these bad sort of villainous groups building. Um, and there was a thread on Reddit. I can't do it justice. It is massive. Uh, we'll post a link to it with the podcast or on one of our Twitter channels or something if you want to go look at it. But basically, it's likening it to a comic book storyline similar to like the Avengers where like all these villainous groups are going to gather and be against the elite and they're picking them apart and then Marty's going to be revealed as the fucking overlord of this and have an orchestrated Cody's downfall so it's going to be like because they left him behind last year Marty has organised like the Butcher and the Blade and MJF and Wardlow and even tainted Brandy with Brandy and Kong and all these like little villainous groups where it's going to end up being like the elite have to come together to fight them off and you'll have like mid-card liars like uh, Darby Allen, Joey Janela and stuff like that will have to eventually pick a side and it'll end like a sort of an Infinity War style thing. Now it could just be someone dream booking who has a lot of time on their hands and has done a real fantastic story or it could be something similar to that because obviously Marty's coming in as the villain because that's Marty's character. And if that's the sort of thing to come in, that immediately puts Marty on a fucking pedestal. If he's like the leader of this big heel army. Yeah. And has orchestrated this sort of thing. And it immediately gives you another legitimate top tier heel. Because Marty can go. He can go on the mic. He can go on the ring. And if he's orchestrated all this, he'll be something for people to chase and aim at. That isn't necessarily a title that Jericho can have off in the corner. That sounds... Interesting, Chris. I literally, I am literally just thinking about this and going, that sounds awesome. And Cody is a big comic book fan. Like Cody and a couple of other lads are massive, so it sounds like something Cody might have said. And obviously, AEW are trying to do the New Japan style long, long term booking. 
where mm. everything's like six months down the line. We've seen it previously with the titles of being the Elite episodes and then six months later the turns happening and everything referencing back. I think they might have started doing stuff like that already and hopefully that's where it goes and it's not just shit shotgun booking. It's going to be all over the place and suddenly the Butcher and the Blader face next week. Yeah. Um, so back to Jericho. Um, he got interrupted by the Jurassic Express as he was about to say Marty, whether that was Skirt or Janetti, who knows. Um, it was Janetti, I'm telling you now. Cheers. Um, he <laughs> came out and said, oh, do you know what else is on here? If you'd have waited, I'd have said dinosaurs and little boys or small boys or something yeah. like that. Um, obviously, this was a good opportunity to get Luchasaurus to remind everybody that he's got a master's degree. Um, and and the, some of the quotes he was coming out with and saying that dinosaurs have been marginalised, blah, 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 was great. Um, obviously, it shows Jungle Boy didn't really talk, and we haven't really seen him talk. He's just been doing his kind of little observational stuff. Yeah. Um, but obviously, he, he spoke this time and promised to kick Jericho's ass because he pretty much just asked him for a match, didn't he, Jericho? And then we had a brawl, um, which they all ran off, and Jericho had another tan- uh, tantrum like a little, little child. So, I... Like I can't remember word for word because I watched it Thursday morning, but I think basically it was Jericho said you wouldn't last ten minutes with me. So yeah. then he eventually spoke and was like, "I'll last ten minutes with the devil." And I was like, "Whoa, we're going religious with this shit. What's going on?" Um, and then like that led up to the Jungle Boy saying he could last ten minutes. The one good thing I'll say is it's kind of Jericho hinted before AEW was the thing when he had signed with them before they had debuted that he was going to work with a lot of the younger talent and try and escalate them. And elevate them, sorry. Um, so it's what he's done at the minute. Like he worked with Darby, he's worked with Scorpio, he's got obviously the guys in the group with him. Um, I just like that they're using him that way, continually aligning him with younger guys, even if it's just matches that aren't title matches, rather than just constantly feeding this Kenny Jericho, Moxley Jericho, Cody Jericho, Pac Jericho, and skimming at the big guys. He is working with the smaller, younger talent and trying to lift them up and give them basically a platform to showcase themselves in main events of shows. Which is, which is a good thing to do. Yeah. Like, that's that's pretty much what you'd say if you look at NXT, Cassius Ono does. Exactly. Um, so it makes sense that you've got somebody... Because Jericho, he's, he obviously has a business mindset in terms of the, the wrestling business. So he knows what's going to work. He knows what what good talent looks like because he's seen it. He's been around the, the game a while, hasn't he? So um, it just that makes complete sense. Um, Chris Statlander again was on this week. Um, this time facing Sheeta instead of teaming with her. Um, again, great match. And the fact that Statlander won is showing that they fifty uh, fifty booking, isn't it? So, whoa, Siri, go away. They confirmed on Twitter that she had said. Which should have been evident by the fact she had her own music video and package and stuff. Yeah. She is a huge get for them. Um, WWE were trying to get her. She's like 23, I think. So she's young as fuck. She can go. There was a, a bit of Twitter beef about the move. Did you guys see the spot she done? Where she does like the cartwheel run and then boops her in the nose? Yes. So she I did like so. a couple of cartwheels around Cheetah. And the ref's looking at her like, what the fuck? And then she goes, boop, and boops her in the nose. Um, and there was a lot of sort of kickback of people going, what the fuck, that's not real. And then I think the main response that they were getting back to that was, 
this is on a show with Orange Cassidy, and you're calling out someone for a boop spot. Um, but overall, I thought the match was quite good. Um, I'm happy that uh, Statlander's getting pushed, and the bits after the match were interesting as well. Mm-hmm. So after the match, it was Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong. Um, referring to them as the Nightmare Collective, yeah. um, which is an extent. What? It was trash. Which is an extension of the Nightmare Family, which is a bit odd because this is very heelish, yet Cody's being very face. It I just don't know doesn't... if Matt was here, we'd say otherwise. Oh, Matt, Matt would probably tread this. Um, so the Brandy promo wasn't great. Um, no. The girl at ringside was obviously a plant. It took me yes. two minutes after I watched this to Google and found out that she was a wrestler who had wrestled for Shimmer for years and stuff like that. So the one good thing is that at least it's another body that can wrestle being brought in. Um, she's got a lot of experience in Shimmer and Pow. I think Pow is like a former uh, federation or whatever. But the, the shave in the head, it just screams straight edge society to me. Um, mm. You know, Serena Dale getting her head shaved, yeah. and that's all it screamed. Had they have just cut the obvious extension that the girl had that was like twirled off to be cut, I'd have went, that's fine. She's just done that, that's fine. As soon as they started shaving the head, I'm just like, fucking hell, this is just straight edge society. And the crowd's just was The so crowd funny. went dead. The, was Statlander still in the ring for this, I think? Like. Statlander, I think, had escaped. Oh, did she escape? Okay. I wasn't I think sure she if someone just sat I think, she, I think she quietly left without anybody noticing, the, unless you were there. The tease between Statlander squaring off with Kong looked fantastic. I want to see that match. Like, when they sort of... When she wasn't saying she would join before the fan went mental at ringside. Yeah. And is going to be class. And her going with Kong, Kong will put her over and will work with her. Not... Not too dissimilarly, they like Kong's matches with Gail Kim. If any of you seen those in Impact, they were fucking no. fantastic when she was wrestling with her. Kong's really good at wrestling with uh, like smaller women, obviously. Um, I think it'll be a good match, and it'll probably push Statlander even further. And I could see her easily with the women's title in the next year, even though she's just sent. Interesting, interesting. Um, Christopher Daniels did big whoops. Uh, in his match against Pentagon Jr. Oh my god, this is... So, I think he's actually broken his arm, hasn't he? This match should have been so fucking good, right? So, Daniels is class. Don't get me wrong, he's old. He's been about, what, 30 years now? Yeah. He's class. Pentagon's class. I seen that botch when I was watching it. I was like, holy fuck. Then I seen it on Twitter afterwards. And I was like, oh, dude, how is he not dead? Um, and all I could think is, for his own sake, he should start pulling back a bit. I love Christopher Daniels and the mic. I love the whole SEU thing. But if he needs to pull back and just be more of a mouthpiece slash add-on to SEU, he should do it because if that spot goes wrong, he did. Yeah. Because the way he landed, he landed on his arm by the looks of it. Obviously, leaning, his head was leaning towards the floor as well, but he's, his arm took the brunt of it. and It genuinely looked like as if he could have broken his arm. Yeah. Um, got a big boo boo, and then uh, you just kind of go. That's this should be a match we're talking about for the good reasons, and then that happens, and we're this talking about it. It's been hyped up for weeks as well with Daniels coming out and attacking him, and then 
Just this yeah. happened. It's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, it was a bit, a bit odd. And also, I find it a bit odd that the entranceway was like it was for full gear, but it hasn't been like that for weeks before. It's just a bit... Is it because of the layout of the place, or what? Is it just a one-off? Um, TNA, TNA used to do it. I know they use. I know, like they did it at Full Gear, and they've done it before that with um, Fight Fe- Not Fight. Was it Fight Fest? Not Fight Fest. Fight for the Fallen, because they had it in the corner then, didn't yeah. they? Because it was a, the way that the auditorium was set up. Because it was actual yeah. like where you have bands more than wrestling, mm. which I can understand, and I know for a fact like Impact have done it before, and I, I like how it looks, but it just seems a bit odd that they did it as a one one-off this time, or are they going to do it? They may be moving to it more now, or, well, not now, unless, it's obviously next week, it could have been either of the things, either they're moving to it, or it was just space issues, so they just did it. Yeah. It is a bit odd. Um, so, Pentagon won that match, um, because uh, Ray Phoenix came out and did a distraction with the mic, and uh, the mic stand, Um he there was teasing of using it from Daniels. Yeah. Um, obviously the low blow undetected to get the win after um, after a package power driver. So the ending finished the match nicely, but obviously we're talking about it for for the wrong reasons. Um, main event time: Janella Moxley. Um, you said earlier in the week, Space Toaster, that this was going to be an unsanctioned match. They tweeted it was unsanctioned, and then they went, "No, it isn't," and I was like. Um, I definitely saw a tweet that said it was unsanctioned, which is why I put it into the group when it was announced. But I think there was a fuck up because I know they already fucked up with the Nella Rose thing. Obviously, they tweeted that Nella Rose was suspended without pay for the rest of 2018 uh, when they meant 2019, which was an obvious fuck up from the social media. I think they might have done something similar and tweeted. When they said unsanctioned, I think they meant to tweet out that they released the Federfest match um, that these two had that was unsanctioned on YouTube yeah. for free. So I think they meant to tweet about that, but they mixed it up, or else I mixed it up. Um, a tweet for that. It could have been either or. It wasn't. It turned out it was basically a wrestling match. I don't think there was any... It wasn't long either. It was like a... It was less than ten minutes, I think. I think it? the timing there was a lot wrong with timings this yeah. week on PW. So and I think it, it was meant to go longer, but they just ran out of time. Yeah, but also, no disrespect to Joey Janela. The minute they have not built him up, and yeah. so like him and MJF came in at the same time, but both of them were given the same amount of hype originally. But they haven't built Joey yet. Now, whether that's they're waiting for his other contracts to expire, because I know I was reading this week, MJF and Jimmy Havoc are currently signed with both MLW and AEW, but will both their contracts convert to full-time AEW once the length of their MLW deal runs out? So they're not going to renew MLW. So I think MJF is rumoured to be like mid-next year, and Jimmy Havoc's sooner than that, I think. He's the next couple of months. Um, I think with Joey, there's stuff with GCW. Obviously, he does like spring break and stuff. I think they're waiting for him to be more full-time before they pull the trigger and push him. And obviously losing Penelope Ford. Yeah. Uh, losing her as like his ringside assistant slash valet, whatever you want to call it, is kind of killed Joey's character a bit because all he is now is hardcore wrestler. He's an American Jimmy Havoc, which is a shame uh, because he used to have a bit more to his character like the first couple of times we saw him in AEW and stuff. 
Yeah, it's it is a shame, but um, the match was 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 okay. There's a few big spots in there, one or two. Obviously, the uh, the stuff where he jumped over the the corner of the the ring post, yeah. did a big flip over onto Moxley while he was on the timekeeper's table, which looked which looked awesome. Really if you if you could see it, I saw it. Well, you see Moxley sat on the thing, but you don't see him actually jump over, do you? Or was that just ITV being ITV? I saw Janela. I saw Janella come down on Moxley while he was sitting on it. See, I didn't. The only bit that I saw that could was... be them editing, though. Don't they edit some of the hardcore stuff as well? I'm, I'm like naming no, I, I saw them go through the table, but I didn't see Janella. You don't see Janella jumping. You just see Janela coming from the left and land on Moxley. You don't actually see him do the jump. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'll be honest. So I don't know if that's because ITV have a different angle or what. They have different angles for different... I don't know. It's just, yeah. a bit well, it's just production's a bit wank at the moment. This whole thing with Sammy Guevara as well. Um, you know, the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Like, clearly, Matt Jackson was there. Um but the camera angle of what they did just showed him shooting and start pressing onto nothing. Just like, oh, fine then, whatever. Mm. But the um, that was there, and then obviously the the paradigm shift where it hit his hit his face on the turnbuckle for the win was pretty cool. Um, other than that, there was not a lot of time for them to do anything else. And then no. um, Jericho comes down through the crowd to watch him again, kind of like what he did last week. So they're yeah. using that continually. It's just going to happen a lot, isn't it, at the moment, until Moxley and Jericho actually have this match, which is obviously not going to happen until the new year now, I don't think. Yeah, not with Moxley coming out and challenging for the US title. So I was saying earlier to you guys, I don't. I thought Moxley was going to take the title off Jericho before Wrestle Kingdom. Now that yeah. Moxley is fighting for the US title, I can't see any sense in having your world champion fight yeah. for a third it's not even secondary like the US title is the third title in New Japan because it's under the IC isn't it oh yeah. like in terms Very of mild. value and importance like the US title is basically fuck all like Lance no offence I like Lance Archer but Lance Archer currently holds the title uh, didn't he hold it because obviously Moxley had to Flu or something, so he can defend it. Yeah, that was that uh, was staff infection in his elbow when he went missing. No, that was after that, I think. Was it? Okay. No, that was it. Um, he there was something to do with flights. His flight got cancelled because Japan are very um, on it when it comes to if you can't defend it for whatever reason, whether you're ill, flights you don't vacate it. Ah, okay. Um, so I think it was like a flight cancellation or something. And they just stripped him of it. Wasn't this when there was? Oh, boys were going rubbish. No, there was something when there was like problems with. There was definitely problems with like flights of some sort because I think um, it's when they was didn't a think... typhoon or something in Japan, wasn't there? there yeah, was, like, it was during the disaster. Yeah, I think it was that. You know, I'm back again because it makes it makes sense because Will Osprey didn't think he could get back, and yeah. then he did. But Moxley couldn't, so then Moxley had to vacate. The, yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's what it was. Um, it's, it's very interesting how these two are obviously got ties with New Japan still, 
Um, it's just it's just showing more and more that it, it's it's getting closer for them to to both AEW and New Japan to kind of have some sort of link. So um, I agree that it's getting closer, but those two and Kenny have it in their contracts that they can wrestle for New Japan. So it doesn't necessarily mean. If it was somebody else going over, so for example, I know this sounds a bit out there, but if MJF decided to have a, a, a short tour in Japan, yeah. people would then go, oh, here we go, it's happening now. Yeah. Look, the biggest NXT mark in the world's appear. Um, but yeah, if, if fucking MJF or, fucking, I don't know, Panther or Phoenix or someone showed up, then that would suggest it more, but I know that Moxley, Jericho, and Omega all have it in their deal that they can go and wrestle for New Japan as long as it doesn't conflict with an AEW date. Yeah, and obviously having that break between Christmas and New Year, because I don't know if they're doing anything af- after. They're not Christmas doing a week. Christmas Day show. I don't know if they're doing a New Year. I think they might be doing a New Year's Day show. AEW are doing New Year's Day. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I know. And Moxley's and Jericho are jogging on to Japan for Wrestle Kingdom yeah. on the fourth. Matt's already starting to troll you. He's just put MJF can't wrestle in Japan. He'd have to learn to wrestle first. Oh. Am I he, supposed to be personally offended by that? I mean, I don't know. He's just he's just coming in and starting. If he can't start it verbally with you here, he's going to do it via your chat on Twitch. What if I tame him out? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's. I think that's pretty much it this week. Um, we've talked about um, AW. We talked about NXT. We talked about the the absolute dog food fest of SmackDown uh, and the nonsense that happened on Raw. Um, other than that, have we had have we had any other releases recently while we've been chatting and chewing the fat? Victor was the last one, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm just having a look now. Um, EC3, anyone like that? I don't think EC3 gets released, to be honest. Oh, also, um, did you notice JR this week on uh, (laughs) AW reference Renee Young? (laughs) As well. Oh, oh yeah, Moxie's wife or something. Yeah, he said, oh, Mox, I hope Moxie's wife Renee gets him a nice present. I was like, uh, okay. It was his birthday this week, wasn't it? So yeah, it's just like that. But like, honestly, Jr. is just unscripted, and he says much. He's unscripted. He goes in. He doesn't know much about the product, so he's there for genuine reactions, which just leads to shit like last week, where it was the Oriental fucking Asian one man that Freddie Mercury. Yeah, it's like him, Cornet, and King should be put on a boat that should be sank. Um. <laughs> You heard it here first. Heard it here first. Um, so, other than that, I think we'll call it a, call it a night there. Um, once again, thank you very much for the gentleman for joining me. Make sure that if you do like what you are listening to, five star reviews, um, drop us comments on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to us. Make sure you check out Power Slam TV. Use Bad Bookers for your free month. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Bad Bookers WP um, and Patreon. Oh, you did so well then. I know. Patreon, um, if you like what you're listening to and would like to support us even more, uh, any sponsorship either on Patreon or anywhere else for the channel would be great. 
anywhere else. Just like just call up the Smoothman's house and drop some money off. He'd yeah. appreciate it. If you've got Cody uh, on speed dial, if you get that big briefcase of money and then drop that off at my house, that'd be awesome. Um, thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.